When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. I try to live my life, live my life every day. Keep out of strife. Come what may I try to do unto others as I'd have them do to me. But it can't be done for everyone and now it's plain to see. You are a cunt, 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 cunt. If that's speaking cunt. Sorry, now I see, dearie me, what a hassle this would be. I'm out of luck, don't give a fuck, cause you're the cunt, not me. Why don't you go fuck yourself, dickhead? You are a cunt, 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 a big fat stinking cunt. Say it ain't true, but I'm here to tell you, you're a motherfucking cunt. You are a cunt, 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 a motherfucking cunt. Everybody knows from the head to your toes, you're a big fat stinking That is one of the, the perverse effects of your guys's industry is that when when the rubber when it comes time for the rubber to hit the road and for people to actually push forward on things in the way you would push forward on things if you actually believe this stuff. I'm not saying this to say you guys don't believe it, but uh, it ends up looking fake, criminal, uh, like a false flag event, or like a terrorist. You know, it's, <laughs> we only got so many ways to be. Oh, it's Tuesday, and that means the Conspiracy Underground is back. And this week, we are joined by the OG co-host of Dangerous World Podcast. Yes, Brandon joins us, and we get into a little uh, political uh, correspondence with with, with Brandon. And uh, in the future, and coming up, we had the first debate already, and this is a news 
program. So we're going to bring him on and maybe one other person uh, off and on uh, up until the election comes and uh, get their take. Because, you know, uh, Brandon pushes back on, on the right and we push back on the left a little bit harder. And uh, we meet in the middle. And it, it's always a good good, uh, good conversation. So make sure you go uh, follow him. He plugs everything uh, at the end. And uh, like this episode, share it with your friends. Just, man, just just support any way you can. If you really want to support with no ads and video, patreon.com forward slash my third eye podcast, three, five and ten dollar tiers. Five dollars is the bang for your buck. It gets you everything, including video. Ten dollars is super supporter. And three dollars only gets you the weekly Wednesday episode, which is on hiatus until October. Okay, so don't get freaked out when you don't see a Wednesday episode. It just means, hey, I'm taking a little break. I'm still giving you cunt. I have Catalyst Jones, you know, covering the tavern. So we're good. All right. Just need a little little time to to step back away from the abyss, because sometimes the abyss stares back at you when you stare at it. Now, let's talk about those pets. The CBD company, Pure Pet Wellness, works wonders for for all your pet ailments, stress, joint issues, uh, boo-boos, like if they scratch themselves, you know, they got allergies, they, 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 you know, scratch open a little wound, put, put some CBD balm on there. They have so many different products. I use it on my dogs all the time. Heck, I even, I, I got a boo-boo on my finger and I put some of the balm, um, on my uh, my cut, it healed way quicker than putting Neosporin on it because it's made with all natural ingredients sourced here in America. So purepetwellness.com goes to checkout, gets you 20% off your entire order. Again, goes to checkout, gets you 20% off your entire order. Okay? You can use it as many times as you want. Now let's talk conspiracy. You know you want your butthole, or if you're a lady, you want your hoo-hoo, hoo-ha, coochie, to smell good or your armpits or hell maybe just even your feet who knows people have those kind of fetishes too okay dangerousworldpodcast.com go there for your conspiracy themed soap that is 100% all naturally made here in America you can eat it you might get the poops you probably will get the poops don't recommend it but man I've been using this product well before Ryan and I uh, even started on this adventure so we bring it to you Less than what you can get it from from the factory. Okay? So that's DangerousWorldPodcast.com for your conspiracy-themed soap. Get the four-pack. That's the best bang for your buck. And you get to try all four scents. Now, there's other scents coming in the future. So this is a gradual build-up to that. Okay? So, again, DangerousWorldPodcast.com. And, uh, yeah, get some conspiracy-themed soap. It'll make you smell great. That... Hell, you might even want to turn around and sniff your own butt, just like dogs do, okay? Now, sit back, enjoy this. It's Tuesday, and uh, we're, almost, we're almost halfway through the week already. You know, you got to look at the positive side of things. Halfway, almost half, we're halfway to halfway, so we're a quarter of the way through the week. <laughs> anyway, sit back, enjoy this, and uh, yeah, you know, we'll see you next Tuesday. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Conspiracy Underground and the Conspiracy Underground News Team and the Tag Team Champions of the Podcast World. I'm the Lunatic Fringe, the Left Lip Ghost, and with me is the Radical One, the Savage One, Ryan Dean, and joining us, 
especially in studio, is the OG Dangerous World co-host himself. I can't say he's given out free mustache rides anymore, ladies. I can't do that. He's clean-shaven. Brandon Peacock is with us today. How are you guys? Very, very good, man. Yeah, I, I, as always, man, on a nice Sunday here doing uh, doing well. I'm excited to kind of do something a little different. We wanted to, you know, see if we could maybe talk about some politics and get like, you know, some of that back and forth going when it comes to this, because we're about to get into a wild time. I think it's going to be absolutely nuts. Um, you might see a lot more mostly peaceful protests with a lot of fires going on. Right. Um, things like that. So, yeah, I'm excited to see where we go. But um, what's going on with you guys? Ghost, what'd you do this weekend, dude? I didn't hear from you much. Um, Friday just kind of hung out. Um, didn't do a whole lot. Uh, watched um, The Pope's Exorcist, which was a really good movie. I, 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 I enjoy exorcism movies. And the fact that it had Russell Crowe in a different kind of, I don't know, role. It was good. It was it was one of the better exorcism movies that, that I've seen in a long time. So, But other than that, I went for a drive up in the, the mountains uh, yesterday. I saw a little box turtle crossing the road, so I, I let him go. You know, he's just sitting there going as fast as he could, trying to get to the other side. And uh, saw that, just saw some good scenery, and then relaxed. And I watched uh, a movie... Is it Tomorrow War? It had, uh, oh, I always draw a blank. He's he's the dude from uh, Jurassic World, uh, the newer ones. Uh, help Chris, me Chris Pratt? Chris Pratt, yes, had him in it. So it was kind of like a futuristic, they jump forward and kind of come back, alien race type thing. But other than that, I didn't do hardly shit. Mowed the yard, that was about it. Sounds lovely. Yeah. It sounds like a good week. What about you, Brandon? What'd you get into? Dude, I saw something else crossing a road uh, in my neighborhood. I'd call the fire department on a goddamn rattlesnake, man. Wow. <laughs> was, I was it? out walking. No, no, I didn't kill it, but the motherfucker was going right towards a yard with a whole bunch of little dogs yipping their head off. And I had my dog at the same time, dude. So uh, so I think they, I, I didn't see him take him away, but they, they got taken away. I am watching uh, Great Expectations, if you guys want to n- understand how boring my life is. What is that? Um, That's an older <laughs> show, isn't it? No, it's a it's a book by the uh, what's the guy who did the Christmas Carol, uh, a Christmas Carol. Oh, uh, Dickens. Uh, Dickens. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It's just one of one of his, and it's got a uh, possessive maternal figure in it uh, that uh, that tries to fuck over a guy. Good watch. I used to watch it uh, when I was watching Wishbone on PBS. I don't know if you guys know that show, but it's a little Jack Russell. That guy was like my introduction to a whole bunch of old school. Uh, literature and which honestly definitely influences my my tastes now if you just look on on my bookshelves you'll see nothing but vanilla old school this guy doesn't have any personality and gets told by the mainstream what to do uh <laughs> literature and it's but it's but it's good stuff anyways man i'm excited to be here too man I'm trying to uh always excited to try to cross these political roads too here you know what i mean you know yeah. what i mean and uh and i miss i miss just venting uh shouting into the the abyss that, that you guys get a chance to do every week, which I'm enjoying it uh, every week, by the way. The stream is, you guys have a whole bunch of material. And I'm, I'm glad that you guys are able to pump it out like that because I know that's the key to success. Thanks, man. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I know. We do miss you on the show here, too, obviously. It's fun. You know, some people, you know, it's weird how some people, like, they, they just want to hear shit that they want to hear. And it's actually most people that that think that way. And if somebody presents, like, a yeah, a contradicting opinion or something that's just different, it can really make some people mad. And I think that it's just really stupid. I think it's fair 
to kind of clown on the person that's saying something that's stupid because if they feel confident in what they're saying, they'll continue saying it, right? Um, or, you know, that's kind of how you figure out if your ideas are good or not, if you can kind of present them to a bunch of people and stand behind them. So um, I think that, that you know, Brandon's obviously always done that well here on the show, kind of talking to, I would say, maybe 1%, 2% of the people that are listening agree politically with the way that you see things. But that doesn't mean, you know, that we can't hear the stuff coming from that side. So I always think it's cool. And we're going to do a political segment uh, on the show, kind of getting into some political news and stuff like that. But um man i didn't do anything this weekend dude i watched the ufc the saddest retirement i've ever seen um had to wake up at 2 a.m after working a a work event the night before woke up at 2 a.m to watch the fights over in singapore the korean zombie retired just to such a sad like an epic movie type retirement oh like everyone you know they're playing that that zombie song from the cranberries Mm -hmm. And the whole crowd's just screaming at dude, and he's crying and then smiling at his wife and hugging his wife. It was sad, dude. Like, I actually shed a tear for that. And I I never cry about stuff like that. But it was powerful, man. And, like, he's fighting a dude from Hawaii, Max Holloway, and, you know, all the shit going on in Hawaii now. Mm. So it was just, like, for some reason, it kind of put it into perspective, like, how weird the world is. And, like, you don't have that long to do what you want to do. You know, like, it, it was it was just powerful, that whole thing. So... Kind of funny. People should check that out if they haven't seen it. It's crazy you say that because uh, the WWE universe lost a very young wrestler at the age of 36, which there's kind of a conspiracy around that. But the the character Bray Wyatt, also known as The Fiend, uh, passed away from a heart attack. But uh, apparently he was vaxxed and did have COVID and suffered some heart conditions after being vaxxed. And I I don't know. know And with the whole character thing, I was talking to my buddy who was really into it. the Firefly, Flun, Firefly, Firefly Funhouse thing that he did for part of his character, a lot of Masonic and symbolism that was just flashed in front of you. I mean, granted, it was probably part of the character, but it's just weird how he dies at 36 and they're like, oh, that's three sixes. And, you know, you know how everybody gets when when something like that Numerology. Yeah, yeah. happens. But the guy was very talented. I mean, he's a bigger guy, but, man, he, he was one of those he could be like a – like a Rey Mysterio type and just fly all over the ring for, for being as big as he was. But yeah, it was kind of sad to hear. And uh, Terry Funk also passed away uh, this week, the old Funker. So damn, we're just losing them left and right yeah, here, huh? Absolutely. Um, Bob Barker, you, you, Bob Barker, I oh, just gotta say, I, well, I don't oh, know who right. is going to tell me or remind me to get my cats and, uh, and dogs spayed and neutered or who's going to keep me company uh, when I get sick on, on weekdays uh, mornings. But uh, okay. It sucks, man. It sucks. Uh, I remember him already dying, and a lot of people are posting so that's that interesting. on because I'm like because I was driving around yesterday up in the mountains and it, breaking news: uh, legendary talk show ho- or the game show host Bob Barker's dead. I'm like, he died years ago. It's a Mandela, it's like Mandela thing, yeah. huh? Weird, it's fucking weird, weird, weird. Um. Man, you mentioned numerology, and right off the bat, I got something that'll that'll fit right into our numerology here. Um, I'll share this with you guys, and I don't know if you guys have heard this before. Oh yeah, but I have. it's nine twenty three. You heard about nine twenty three? Uh, just today, uh, I believe Victoria sent something. It's interesting, right? Yeah. You see it in movies. Now, how many times have we heard that the world's going to end on this specific date? Right? right. Like it's it's kind of stupid, but. This is the kind of stuff that I think is fun. And Brandon, you'll see we go all over the place here. But this is interesting for sure. I'm going to make sure I share my sound. 
It's kind of like and, when you uh, see 1111 or 333 all the time. And yeah, it seems like it. You know what I mean? And I even sent Garrick King uh, a little thing about uh, someone breaking down the odds of you seeing 1111 on a clock on a, on a given day. And for him to see that for 11 months and then lead into the work that he did, it, it was just kind of crazy. So, yeah, that whole numerology thing is nuts. Yeah. What is it? Uh, the, you know, the however many minutes in a day, and then you just take two of those minutes. That's how it would be, right? Yeah. Crazy. I I have the clip. I'll, I'll I'll bring it up and play it later. Okay. Or right okay. after this. Well, check this out. This is this is interesting stuff. In all kinds of different movies, you see nine twenty three or two three nine, which would be just flipped around, right? The twenty third of September. But here we go. If you are getting prepared for any type of disaster, because that's what's happening in the month of September, so we're getting you ready. Go ahead. Tell yourself it's just a number. The future can be scary. Nine hours and 23 minutes. You'll be mine. The miracle of deliverance. By 923, the water of life shall proceed forth from the throne of the Lamb. You'll like some of these too, Brandon. There's some of these Ventura in here. Your so. father? The Prince of Darkness! Let the new prince be decided on Saturday. First South Park, then the world. Bitch, better hear my... Bitch, better hear my... Sunday. Signing off 923. September 23rd? September 23rd. This is Agent Dunham. I need immediate evac. 923 Church Street. Captain's log. Start a 23.9. Round it off to the nearest decimal point. We've traveled back in time to save an ancient species from total annihilation. She called us, Miss. Thursday morning, 923. September 23rd. That one's on the a room door. number. Yep. Just all over, man, all these different movies, right? So you get the idea there, but that last one, uh, one of the last ones was like a conspiracy type board and it said blackouts and then it had a yarn connecting to 239 or 923, whatever it was. So, I mean, what do you think about that, Brandon? Like, do you think that it's just one of those things where I'm sure that they say random dates in all kinds of different movies? Or do you think that in some of this like pop culture kind of stuff, they do hide significant things? And I'm not saying it's the end of the world, but maybe some type of blackout or something. Do you think that there's a, a relatively reasonable possibility to see that pattern there. Well, that Ace Ventura one, that's the one that tickled me the most, man. I fucking love that I movie. And I, I, knew, I, I don't know if you heard me, but I said, I was like, you're going to like some of these. And that was the one I was thinking. <laughs> I can't believe that that nailed it. And then I was saying it in my mind. I was like, oh, shit, I'm part of it, man. I'm part of it. Oh, yeah. What, what is it? Three squared is is nine. So the, the, obvious, the obvious connection is right there. Um, that's your birthday, uh, isn't it? Or no? No, your birthday's in November. Uh, well, it's funny the way that I just said it because my birthday is nine three and I am a square. 
So maybe we're connecting some things here. <laughs> but I mean, it, it, it first makes me think, okay, if pop culture is the thing you're saying they're leaving the messages in, then I think it the, the, the mindset would go to, well, that pop culture must be referencing something bigger. And uh, I don't normally spend too much time on this website, but if you spend any time at all on like timeanddate.com, you got a whole mm. bunch of cool, cool stuff that's happening on September 3 throughout history. You got the Indo-Pakistani War coming to an end after a UN uh, mandated ceasefire. Recognize also that they just landed on the moon. So they say. <laughs> Nixon, Nixon, Nixon makes a checkers speech. I don't know what that one's about. <laughs> the kingdom of Saudi Arabia is founded, dude. Phantom of the Opera makes wow. its literary debut. Okay, we're falling off a bit here. But then in 89, Nintendo is founded. Just saying, what about, if you want to anyway, go ahead. Sorry, not to cut you off. Were you doing nine three or nine twenty three? Because it was nine twenty three. Nine twenty three. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So so in there is just more red string to make that picture that's behind Charlie and, and always sunny in Philadelphia. Right. You guys can make that as much as you want. <laughs> I uh as a what I like to think is a real skeptic. I love parsimony. I love the least amount of complicating factors in explaining something. So as soon as we can grab on to what you guys think is being claimed to have changed because of all of these symbols and, and hints that they're leaving us, then it'd be, then, then it's great to, we'll look behind that and see, well, did this, did this accomplish that change that you guys are saying might've happened because of, of these symbolic of these symbologies. Um, the tricky thing is my my history with conspiracy theory is is that that end goal is very very squishy. I remember having to explain 2012 myself after I watched the Zeitgeist movie a few too many times, right. <laughs> and then having having to walk back like, well, 2012 on this date is going to be the end of the world. To uh, well, things are going to change, and then well, certain things are going to change, and it just starts getting more and more diluted. So yeah. if there's if there's something that you guys that reach out that is like a connect a through line through all of these movies, especially I'd love to hear it, but I I'm not staying up at night. Like right. worried about, worried about these effects. Yeah, me, at neither. All. No. me neither. Me no. neither. Yeah, but uh, I mean, ghost same, same kind of thing with you, or do you feel like there's something, something kind of hidden in that? I'm a little bit of both because, and obviously I'm going to reference Garrick again. Um, in part of my series that I did with him, he was breaking down the new matrix movie and some of the words that uh, were on, the signs and then he'd plug that into gamatria and what it would come out to and all that was kind of fascinating and then brandon you mentioned uh 2012 i used to walk around not laughing in people's faces but i'm like they're like the mind calendar says it's gonna end and I, i'd laugh at him like no it, it doesn't it just it's just re- it's the end of that calendar t- to start over again it's not the end of the world and people are like, oh, you're, you're fucking dumb. Well, here we are. It's 2023, and it, it didn't fucking end. So, I get, I, you know, sometimes I do think a little logically. A lot of times I like to be way out there, but I don't know. I, when you get into these numbers and, and plug them into Gematria and why is Hollywood, you know, putting 923 in there or 1111 or whatever, you know, number codes, there has to be a re- – they're, try- they're, they're telling somebody in the know. Um, something, and obviously we're not in the know because we're sitting here on a on a little podcast discussing it, not knowing what the fuck they're talking about. So you know we're right. just going to speculate. So I don't know. That's to, just my take. To me, I I totally get that. I totally see that's 
I'm going to go, I mean, I could go off on some useless dad tangent here about how beautiful the world is and everything's a miracle. But the problem is with the, the, the way this rubs me wrong is that it starts to look like everything is coincidence. And it's like when you're talking about people who deal with miracles, who say miracles happen all the time, it's like, well, if everything is a miracle and if everything is a coincidence, then it's really lost its its definition like it doesn't white right. doesn't have any any force behind the definition itself but uh goddamn it was right right when i was it was right when jim carrey was coming out with uh with 23 that i dipped out of the whole uh believing in conspiracy theorists other than the one that uh birds aren't real and we're all uh <laughs> mass genocided in the uh, mid- middle of the 20th century but uh past that uh I love I love looking at the connections. Anyways, numbers are cool as shit. Uh, it's strange to me that we stick to an Arabic number set. Can I can I just say that and not yeah, be it is. accused yeah, you, of anything? No, you it is, free right? speech here. You're you're fine. Yeah, it is weird <laughs> for sure. Um, I, I yeah, I, man. The when they say that you know everyone's a miracle and whatnot, I I really do push back on that too because there's some people that are just above an ape. When it comes, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. Not based off skin color, Agreed. not based Agreed. off geography, nothing. It's just, I mean, all kinds of really, really dumb people. I actually have something here from the 50s. We can maybe play it later. A 50s commercial uh, educating people about what they're calling Mongolians. They mean Mongoloids, which is still not cool. But, yeah, they're calling them Mongolians. Um, kind of strange here. But this is something, and I'm going to, I tried to keep this, you know, mostly politically uh charged i guess but this is an interesting one and i'm I'm real curious like what you think brandon about like 15 minute cities ai governing cities and all this kind of stuff tucson is actually on a list of um of cities that is that has a big goal to get 15 minute cities in it so so is uh so is flagstaff or no wait no not flagstaff what's the one right outside of phoenix tempe maybe no it's uh, another big name city in in arizona mesa mesa glendale glendale no scottsdale scottsdale is what it was most livable place on earth they call it bunch of smug assholes though yes except for one (laughs) except for one except for who she's a patreon oh Oh, yeah of course i mean (laughs) you know the people that's like the hands yeah Yeah. she'll even tell you she will even tell you honestly like yeah there's a lot of really smug people up here um it's it's absolutely true. But yeah, so check this out. This is about uh, 15 minute cities here and uh, C40 it's called. This video is not meant to scare you, but if you haven't heard of the Global Smart City Initiative, you need to watch this video. There is a company called Arup Group. They have their own section inside the World Economic Forum website. For 10 years, they have been extremely close partners with a project called C40 Cities. I came across a document called The Future of Urban Consumption in a 1.5 degree Celsius World. This report states that their 2030 C40 city goals are zero kilos meat consumption, zero kilo dairy consumption, zero private vehicles, a maximum of one short flight per person every three years and a seven-year lifetime on all electronics and this is not just some idea this initiative currently have 96 member cities all around the world and makes up about 20 percent of the global economy do your own thinking and draw your own conclusions peace okay so brandon do you like cheese do you like meat uh i love i love it i love it now, and this isn't a trap question, but would you 
give up your freedom to eat and access healthy cheese and healthy meat because the government says that it would help the economy and help the world and all these things? Mm, Genuinely. No, for, that, for that reason, for that reason, no, I would not. No. Okay, good. I thought if you were going to say, yeah, I was like, I was going to call you. I was going to say bullshit. <laughs> I know you like cheese. I know you like good food. Like yeah. there's some people like I, I understand like the vegans, which is I mean, it really is crazy to me to be vegan unless your body just can't process meat or whatever. I could see them getting into like, yeah, let's just eat crickets. Let's eat like these things because they're already kind of a little fucked up. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, they're nutrient deficient that because they're not eating meats. I know how ghosts would feel about this stuff. I'm just curious. Like, what do you think about all these things where they say, like, you only get one flight a year? I don't fly at all, but I think that that's bullshit. I'm actually kind of scared to fly. Um, what do you think about all these things? Well, I have to say first, Christopher Nolan looks terrible, and he's really gone off the deep end. <laughs> <laughs> it did kind of look like him. I, I, love, I loved Oppenheimer, but, man, this guy's going, going crazy. Quick, and he's, he used the same soundtrack behind him, and I hope you guys caught that. I didn't, dude. I haven't even <laughs> Which, seen it. Which, by the way, if you guys ever see uh, a, a comparison of two videos with like a, a shark in each video, it really changes your perception of what the shark looks like, depending on what kind of music you put right. behind it. Obviously, if you right. let yeah. Robert Zemeckis produce that that soundtrack, it's going to sound a little scarier than it would if right. it were. Uh, <laughs> but uh, no, I think um, I think that for uh, the vast majority of instances, uh, at least in America. And I want to say the Western world, but I'm not so uh, so traveled in it. I'm actually more traveled in the eastern parts of the world than the West, as far as Europe goes. But I like the idea, and I think that it happens. It, it plays out this way: that government leads, uh, government follows um, society in 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 large large part. I mm-hmm. think it can be the crux upon which real changes are made and that's not saying whether they're good changes or bad they just because there's so much money behind something like a federal government uh that is why we uh we we save it up all in the same savings account so we can be able to spend it like that sometimes so obviously bigger uh uh, corporations with bigger value have scary effects on society but i this goes back to our iron triangle that we were, I think, discussing last time, uh, Ryan, where you've got all these different sorts of inputs that lead to political outputs. I don't think that those inputs are as, you know, are as should be as maligned as you guys often do on on shows like this. Um, you ever watch like not- the uh, like World Economic Forum meetings and the Davos meetings and stuff like that? Because they do talk about this, like how they want to cut down significantly meat consumption. And we do waste here a lot. That's a fact. But. I don't know, like I, I used to work in the grocery store sector, sort of. Right. And the amount of food that they throw away rather than giving it to homeless people is crazy. I mean, just give it to give it to people that would still eat it. People, there's so many people out there that would eat shit a day or two after it says use by. Right. Give it to those people. But this is kind of set up to where it keeps poor people poor. Instead, they just jack the price up. But they talk about all these things. It's not such a conspiracy. It doesn't seem like. My my thing is. You said the government kind of follows. Oh, yeah, the people. Yeah, I disagree with that, too. I think it's purposely put out there by big corporations fed by the government in order to influence the population to start moving in uh, a certain direction. And then the government comes in like, oh, well, let's just follow and look like the good guy. 
I'm not a right. fan of government. I'm not a fan of big government at all. I'm not. I'm not going to fucking start a compound and don't call me David Koresh. But you know, I'm. I'm more maximum amount of freedom, maximum amount of personal responsibility. Get the government out of my life. You know, obviously there's certain things I do think we need from government. You know, uh, I'm a vet. You're a vet. I think we need a good military. We need. We need defense from other countries. But don't from tell ourselves, me yeah, really because yeah. we're the ones that start all the wars, not us. But right. you know. But as far as, you know, if people want to eat bugs or want to go that whole route, let them have that choice. That That's their choice to sure. do that. You don't have to force me to do it. Just like I can't force you to have an abortion or not have an abortion or you get force you to have a medical procedure or not have a medical procedure. It's your choice. And, you know, if I want to choose to eat meat and drink a lot of beer and eat a lot of dairy and raise a lot of farting cows, that, that should be my choice. Because at the end of the day, this whole carbon thing, and it, it, it's a fucking lie and a scam. Yeah, and I can see the vitriol with which Hollywood liberal elites look upon that perspective of yours. I mean, that sounded almost exactly like Ron Swanson. What was that, that part where he's like, if you want to buy 300 pounds of hamburgers and balloon up to a weight of 260, you can't. That is what America makes what America what makes America beautiful, right? right. Um, yeah, so I I, I totally under, I totally understand that, man. I I think my the thing that kind of popped the bubble for me for that set of beliefs was realizing how little uh, government can actually do, and I know that sounds um, like the opposite of of what I just. What I just said, but I think the truth is made of of uh, of true sand fictions at the same time. No, no, they're just two opposing truths that that just happened to be the case. And well, I you think, are right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. I think I think that um, it's a lot like the government is evil idea is replacing the idea of people are evil and there are evil demons out there because we've become a more secularized. Uh, uh, world and i think it's actually good to have some level of skepticism obviously towards the government you guys know how i do break down on government figures but um but they they are they are not always malevolent they are sometimes just incompetent and that explains oh. a whole bunch of stuff to me yeah yeah uh, i i agree and but at the end of the day <laughs> i think there's a lot more evil in government than uh, a lot of people will give credit for and a lot so, more evil than stupidity. I would yes. say. Right? And some of these people that, you know, even on the right or the left, you know, pe- there's people out there that love the Marjorie Taylor green people. And there's people out there that love the Cory bookers. Who's that one whore Bobert? Ho- uh, Hobert. Lord, yeah. What a, Hobart. She's so bad. Yeah. She's like feeding underage kids like alcohol and like, you know, just getting. I There was a recording. It was on from the didn't Tim her, Dillon Didn't podcast. her husband whip his dick out in front of a whole bunch of underage yeah, people? He did that. He ran over someone's <laughs> mailbox and like Bobert's out in the driveway throwing shoes at him and stuff. And he knocks over his neighbor's mailbox. And the cop, there's the cop call on record where he's like, this jackass Bobert. It's Lauren Bobert's husband. Yes, the congresswoman. <laughs> he just ran into my fucking mailbox. And it's like, it sounds like something from idiocracy. But um, yeah, you said something right there, uh, you know, too. I, I, I did want to go back to that because I, I would say that the government tries to, and it's provable that they try to shape culture. Look at the hippie movement. Provable that they, mm-hmm. that they created that. This whole Black Lives Matter thing 
government. That is not an organic thing. It started out organic, but there is like concrete proof that the government was behind these these movements. Um, and they do this through Hollywood too, right? They make it seem like Hollywood isn't a branch of the government in some way. The propaganda is there and it's become more pro-government. And I actually had this thought the other day that it's a long-term goal for them. I think that they created these hippies to to kind of push back against the government and they kind of from the outside they look like losers right and kids naturally want to kind of do the opposite of their parents unless their parents are very successful but most hippies weren't successful right they were kind of just like there so you get this yuppie wave right what were we gonna say free love and aids right and so so you just like these kids grow up seeing their parents and being like i don't really want to be like that i'm gonna be pro-government you know, because it's opposite of the hippies and it's opposite of all that shit that they were doing. So I don't know. I think it is. It, it's something to think about where maybe it isn't necessarily government like Congress and the executive branch, but it's some hidden hand of government like these unelected leaders, the World Economic Forum, uh, Yuval Harari telling people and he's high up. It's like Klaus Schwab's right hand man saying that in the future, we're going to be eating our feces saying that like <laughs> straight up. You know, and it's not he's not saying it. I don't think tongue in cheek. I think that these people hate us, man. I really do. And Klaus Schwab's dad, I never failed to mention, was a Nazi, like legitimate Nazi worked for Esther Weiss and she my my audience knows this. They made flamethrowers and turbines for the Nazis. And this man's father was a Nazi and he still talks like a Nazi. So people like that, I think, need to be really paid attention to the unelected leaders. Well, then I hate to think of what you guys think of the menu that was offered up to conservatives all over this country the, uh, earlier this week. You got Nikki Haley uh, quoting Maggie Thatcher. You got Vivek Ramaswamy uh, yeah. lift, uh, lifting off of Obama and Ron DeSantis impersonating a stump. Uh, how do you guys how do you guys feel about all or none of them? Is it all the same? This is ridiculous. By the way, I, I don't know if you guys agree to, but they're all running for separate for their own jobs and head of their own uh, departments. But what do you guys think then about this week in the debate? Yeah, I got a good Ramaswamy clip as well. Uh, looks like Ghost is pulling something up here. But yeah, man, I think that they're all the same things are going to happen no matter what. You know, the same agendas are going to be pushed through. I think that the economy was meant to drop. Right. They put uh, they put Biden in there to make it seem like it's just this bumbling idiot that falls upstairs and shits his pants, puts his pants on backwards. They made it seem like. This is the reason that all this is happening is because America fucked up and voted Biden in, which I still don't believe. I still believe, even though I'm not a fan of Trump anymore at all, um, I still believe that they voted on Trump, man. Like you could just see I don't I don't think anyone can really say in good faith. And honestly, I don't think anyone can say Biden's doing a good job right now. Maybe you can, Brandon, but I, w- I would say you're wrong. <laughs> He's well, my um, go ahead. Go ahead. Go. I was Sorry. just going to say I was just being funny. He's good at taking naps. He is good at napping. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think uh, I think we all need a little change and a little little rest. So maybe he's just setting a good example. You know, um, <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> my 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 over my one of the most annoying parts of being so analytical and uh, defensive as I am about my own political group is that uh, these overarching terms like good and bad. I don't think I even think I liked to use them when Trump was president to talk about him. I really like distilling them into smaller like topics and saying like, okay, well, you're talking about this topic. What's the extent to which a president can have an effect on this topic? Um, and, and then let's see what, what the numbers say. The problem is, is that I am still hung over 
from the good two years of the Trump presidency where those numbers, they didn't matter shit to, to Trump supporters. <laughs> and I know you guys Which don't want numbers. Well, a, a lot of them, uh, a, a lot of them. I mean, the ones that you would not want to ascribe to a conservative president. Uh, if like you the were debt. like, yeah, like national national debt, debt. the spending, especially the national debt, the funding of the programs that um, allowed mail-in ballots to happen themselves, yeah. the uh, creation of the vaccine, all that good stuff. Um, anyways, those numbers. Well, I got to stop you there. He he had not yeah. that that vaccine was already created in I believe twenty twelve. Well, yeah, uh, but the guy, well, uh, but the guy that's happy taking uh, taking oh. credit for him, yes. for it himself, then correct <laughs> to yes. whatever extent that that matters. So, uh, if you guys have something in particular as far as his performance on the economy, I, I understand that there's this big push by mainstream media to get you guys to to buy into the idea that the economy is actually doing pretty good and i definitely see all the reports that talk about the disconnect between those actual numbers and the way that people feel i mean this is the number the the number in particular which is always low or excuse me always high uh in polls the number of people who think that the country is going in the wrong direction it's something like 64 percent it's always it's always really high we're on some level a very pessimistic country uh but um yeah so it kind of depends which one but there are plenty of ways in which i i don't like that he's going and uh i still fall back on my definition of him from his from the beginning of his presidency uh where he is a a a neo a neoliberal um which isn't always the same as the kind of liberal that i would like to see from a politician so yeah i hear you well yeah maybe we can talk about that a little later then but what were you going to play here uh this is on uh vivek uh, I like this guy's breakdown of it because I see a lot of people, even in the uh, conspiracy podcast realm, some of our friends are, I wouldn't say they're kind of for this vivid guy, but they're like, hey, you know, he's saying some good stuff. Kind of how I almost got hoodwinked by fucking Bobby the K, you know, so. And he was. Oh, the guy with an annoying yeah. voice? Yeah. That and, guy? And, and then he Sounds turned like out to he's be. A fart. Yeah. And then he turned Can't out to be him, cunt dude. of the week for three weeks in a row. So. Yeah. He's the worst. Yeah. Yeah, let's hear what Thick we got. Ramaswamy. Should you trust him? Some of you won't like this, but hear me out. He seems to be everywhere. Thick Ramaswamy. Sorry. Should oh. you trust him? Little. Keep Some of you won't like this, but hear me out. He seems to be everywhere. Clips of him giving it to the man and calling out the establishment all over social media. Skyrockets from unknown to top of the Republican polls. And I understand why. He says what we all want to hear. End the war. Secure the border. Drain the swamp. Unity. Freedom. Truth. Which outlets are considered untrustworthy propaganda media? MSNBC, Business Insider, AP, Forbes, The New York Times, The New Yorker, Huffington Post, Axios, Political, just to name a few. The mouthpiece of the establishment. Then why are they all so supportive of Vivek? Doesn't make sense. How is he considered anti-establishment when he's supported by the establishment? If you or I were to say some of the anti-woke things he says, we would be shadow banned. But somehow, he's trending on every single major social media platform. Hmm. Prior to politics, he was a hedge fund manager. His claim to fame was a pharmaceutical startup company called Royvent. In the nine years it's been in business, it has never been profitable or delivered a working product. 
Although Royvent continues to fail their clinical trials, they were able to find investors and raise money, making Vivek an extremely wealthy entrepreneur. Good at convincing people to invest. Poor at delivering product and execution. Not a good sign. So what about the money? The media highlights that Vivek has invested over $10 million of his own money to fund his campaign, an honorable feat. Vivek announced his run for presidency in February 2023. How long do you think it takes to make that decision and execute a plan? Six, eight months? July 2022. The value of Rovin stock is just over $3 per share. On February 21st, 2023, Vivek announces his run for presidency, and on February 22, he sells 4 million shares for approximately $32 million at nearly $8 per share, well over $15 million in profit in six months prior to him announcing presidency. Good for him, right? Make that money. Company is losing over $1 billion per year, but he got paid. Smart guy. But any time things are just so coincidental, I'm forced to keep digging. Why did the stock price of an unprofitable, failing company rise over 100%? How does it go from an all-time low to nearly its all-time high? Institutional money. You remember when Vivek said the financial investment giants like BlackRock, State Street, and Vanguard represent arguably the most powerful cartel in human history? Well, guess who's on the list of institutional investment giants that started giving his company money one year ago? You want to guess? BlackRock, BlackRock. State Street, Boom. and Vanguard. All three have added to their positions in the last quarter, and Roviant, which Vivek still owns 7% share in, is now up over 300% in the last year, making him worth close to $1 billion. During the Republican primary debate, Vivek vowed to end the teachers' union, Guess who is also on this list of investors? California State Teachers Retirement System. Look, his intentions may be pure, and this is all a coincidence. Maybe there is a great explanation. However, I am not a financial analyst nor investigative reporter, but I was able to find all this out in a couple hours of sifting through publicly available data. Why is this connection to George Soros via scholarship and his involvement in the Ohio COVID-19 response team scrubbed from Wikipedia? In 2021, he was named a young global leader by the World Economic Forum. Two years later, after using that title to raise investments for his company, he sued the WEF to remove his name from the list. Three months after that, he was able to settle with Klaus Schwab's WEF and receive a formal letter of apology how do you sue what many may consider evil, the World Economic Forum, and win and get an apology letter in three months? He's either that good or, I don't know. Any real journalist or news outlet could have easily found out all this info, but they didn't. Real question is, why? Vivek. That's great information. His delivery is a little rough, but I, I, that that information is phenomenal. And, you know, that's uh, it's kind of. I'll play mine right now too. Um, it's much shorter and it's not as thorough. But he, he kind of reminded on... me of the Dark Knight when the Chinese guy's on the television screen and the Joker's like, yeah, he, he, he's a fraud. <laughs> I know yeah, the squealers and <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was pretty rough. Uh, okay, so here's another one. It's shorter, like I said, but uh, good stuff here still. 
So first, let me just address a question that is on everybody's mind at home tonight. Who the heck is this skinny guy with a funny last name, and what the heck is he doing in the middle of this debate stage? I'll tell you, I'm not a politician. Of a mill worker's son who dares to defy the odds. The hope of a skinny kid with a funny name who believes that America has a place for him, too. So who is Vivek Ramaswamy? The Obama plagiarizing big pharma CEO who wrote a book less than a year ago in which he compared Trump to sore loser Stacey Abrams, said he respects Pence, and says that Mike Pence did the right thing on January 6th. A man who tweeted out, well said George Soros, and seemingly even parroted his rhetoric on open societies. A man who took money for his law school from a Soros fellowship, said he did it in a video defending himself, quote, when I didn't have the money. When I didn't have the money and it was a merit scholar Yet Fox News reported that he made millions of dollars that year and a million dollars every year for a couple years prior, so he lied about that. A man who made a fortune off of a failed Alzheimer's drug and a man who just last year wrote a Wall Street Journal op-ed in which he said, The most important step in fighting the COVID-19 pandemic was the distribution of vaccines. That's in 2022. So who is big pharma salesman Vivek? Well, he's whoever you want him to be, because just like Obama, he'll say whatever he has to say, even copying Obama to tell the naive and foolish sheeple what they want to hear. Everyone's giving this guy softball interviews and weak debates. Vivek, if you want a real challenge, come on my channel. I don't buy your shtick at all. So first, let me just... Yeah, so... Shout out Anomaly. Like a phony dude. Yeah, yeah, he's an interesting dude, right? Yeah, he is. I loved his shirt, though. I mean, the great Bob, Bob Ross. Ross. I know. One of the best things to go to sleep to these days. Is it, is um, it still on? Yeah, it's on, like, Hulu, I think. Oh, no shit, because I remember being a kid, okay, waiting for uh, baseball practice, uh, you know, Little League. And I'd come home and, you know, had rest up for practice or a game. And I'd be sitting there and I'd put on PBS and there's there's the calm. Yeah, Let's dude. put a little tree here. And, and I'd take a nap and, you yeah. know, watch Bob Ross paint. I love the theory that all of uh, all of his paintings are like where he hid dead bodies and he's a serial killer. Right? It's total <laughs> yeah, bullshit, but it'd right. just be hilarious, right? I, I, like yeah, the, I love I love I like the that show. I like the meme where it compares the sound of his hitting his like uh, knocking the water off of his brush. Oh, beating the, the devil out of it. Yeah, yes. <laughs> That's <laughs> what he calls it. it. <laughs> to the sound that that you that you would hear as a parent walking towards your kids, your son's <laughs> yeah. closed door, your thirteen-year-old uh, testosterone son. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah, man. It's uh, so anyway. You know, back back to business. You know, it's this super serious show. Can you um, can you can't you guys see though the supporters how they might know all that information and not and care yet feel and yet feel comfortable with it? I hope you guys can. can oh yeah, uh, that's what okay. they did with Trump. And with Obama, okay. too. And Obama, see, yeah. When when there's this charismatic figure, uh, people yeah. will just like kind of turn a blind eye to it. But it's it's nuts that someone people would... turned a blind eye to fucking Hitler because he was so charismatic. I'm not comparing yeah. the dude to Hitler. I'm just saying people like charismatic people. Yeah, which yeah, is man. one thing that 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 I it's almost it's it's a little bit of a gotcha button that I press for myself to to say oh didn't I. Didn't I tell you right? Well, anyways, the fact that early on, especially when when Trump was uh, at his height of uh, of preferredness by the American public, um, we would also often talk about how you know it's those smooth talkers, which Trump is one. It's those smooth talkers, and Obama right. is too. Most presidents, mo- a lot of presidents are. I'll say that uh, those are smooth talkers that you got to watch out for. It's the real, um, it's it's the those ones with the charisma and the confidence. 
who you have to watch out for. So when someone like Biden is mumble mouthing his way through a speech, the same way I do one of these podcasts, I feel very comfortable in myself <laughs> with my choice of president. I have to tell you that. <laughs> yeah, man. But he's mumbling and bumbling because he's got like brain. He's brain dead. That's the reason why, you know, like it's not he used to be a fairly OK speaker, you know, so he's yeah, just back essentially the brain tumor, you know, back when he was still a, a full out blown admitted racist. And then now he forgets that he was ever a racist, but it's okay. We forget. I, I think you. he's older than all three of us put together. I'm pretty sure. Ghost is older than we are, Brandon, but I think he's quite a bit older than all three of us put together. Yeah, um, yeah this, which is this, scary. this grayness didn't happen just I, you know last weekend. So I think you're you're proving your guys' uh, numerology skills here because I'm older than 32. thirty. You're older than thirty. This is going to add up. I don't know. So that would be like a hundred. So maybe not. Towards. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, I'm, yeah, I'm 46. Not, still, dude, I, he's yeah. got the brain of a 100 year old man. I will say that he seems like he's been dead for 10 years. He for probably sure. has and been. One, one last pushback just on the videos. Uh, it always seems more ominous when you drop into your uh, your video that the mainstream hasn't covered these sorts of connections. I just I mean, a quick Google search shows all of this stuff being covered by the big mainstream media in the past few years. So okay. there's always a, uh, a disclaimer warning that you should play for yourself in your own mind when you hear something like this is secret information because a lot of the times it's right. just something you haven't read before so well that's a tactic that uh people like that dude do um what's his name anomaly mm-hmm. um it, it to make them seem like they have some information that you don't have um and and for the record i really don't trust that dude i think he does good work but i don't trust him at all i think he's uh he's probably like some i think he's, he's a mason somebody i would imagine just because anytime one of these shows gets huge they seem sketchy to me, like whether it's, uh, you know, Alex Jones, whether it's any of these other shows, like how are they able to say this shit on their platform to millions and millions of people? Supposedly? Well, didn't Anomaly sure start out as like a you're muted again, ghost? Oh, now you're not. Oh, I was going to say, not. didn't uh, didn't he start out as like a uh, a rapper of, of some sort or Who? Anomaly? Like he he, he made I music I don't first, I believe. I'm not sure about a story. I just think he, he's just a weird Dude, him and that other guy, that real quiet guy that uh, he had that really cool information about Egypt and Star Wars, like the correlations behind like, oh, yeah, 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 aspects of Star Wars and Egypt. Um, But yeah, dude, just any of these. So it's kind of like a cursed industry to get into, like if you're doing a conspiracy podcast, because if you get to a certain level, you know, no one's going to trust you because of, you know, unless they're, you know, just kind of blindly following you and whatnot. But um, I, I just made some fresh Kool-Aid. Did you? Mm-hmm. People that, to drink that, it. And actually, I think that, it was that flavor is, aid that they actually really drank. <laughs> that, is, that is one of the, the perverse effects of your guys's industry is that when when the rubber when it comes time for the rubber to hit the road and for people to actually push forward on things in the way you would push forward on things if you actually believe this stuff. I'm not saying this to say you guys don't believe it, but uh, it ends up looking fake, criminal. Uh, of like a false flag event or like a terrorist, you know, it's, you only got so many ways to be, uh, to be portrayed. Uh, the best freedom fighters normally get that label. One of those labels ascribed to them anyways. So, it, right. then, so then after it, it's hard to tell which is the truth, which is the truth anyways. I mean, look at yeah. T- team America. I mean, they laid it all out. Who team America. How'd they do that? Oh, Durka Durka. Oh <laughs> yeah, man. It, you know, it is, it is one of those things, but, um, I've said it on my show many times. I've really shifted into thinking that 
I'm some kind of voice like that people should listen to. It's just some information that you can listen to if you want, right? Like that's the way that I try to put it out. I don't think that everyone should listen. Um, I, I always try to say like, do the research yourself and all this stuff. Um, but yeah, man, it is, uh, it is very, very interesting how all this shit works out. And if, do you want to play a couple clips, Ghost? Because I don't want to take too much time here up front. If you got anything that yeah, was interesting, yeah, I can. maybe we can get into more political shit. I was just going to say, I mean, if you're taking a a, a, a new show. I, now, granted, we do cover some pretty good, serious topics. And we've broken we've some. ahead of some things. We've the Bud been, Light thing. The Bud Light thing. That. I think we were a little bit ahead on uh, the whole fucking laser beam uh blue roof thing on yeah, and some people have been quoting that and they're friends of mine and they're not even saying that they heard it from me which right. is very disrespectful yeah but that's all right and it's like we we broke that to you you guys like come on i mean yeah and then the whole, right. the whole i'm keeping score here okay good i'm glad you are because I, I can't yeah. i can't write it down fast <laughs> enough <laughs> If there's anything in what I just said to make you guys think that I don't think this is a worthwhile enterprise or that listeners should keep listening, especially subscribe, subscribe on Patreon as soon as you get done with this podcast. <laughs> uh, you're you're wrong. You're wrong. I love you guys. Uh, it's only these these the the real hucksters and you guys you guys can all can spot them and you know they're not on one side of the, the political aisle anyways. Right. So. Sometimes and, it takes a while to spot them, though. It does. And what to finish off what I was saying, come on. The, the 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 new show is called cunt okay so there's you got to take it with a grain of salt and like ryan said do your own homework okay i know brandon was kind of you know saying hey we need to put these we've put these disclaimers out there you know well over a year ago now and the people now this is just for the new listeners if you're just tuning in do your own research you know look it up you know if you if you like what brandon's saying or or ryan or my myself look it up you know you're gonna find the answers that you need just you know Sit back and enjoy the show. Yeah. What were we going to say? You should, only, you should only put those disclaimers on uh, the way that I described you should if you want to think like me. Just That's not an aspirational thing for a lot of people right. that are listening right now. I understand. Uh, but no, if they, if, you don't, uh, if they don't work for you, you can shoot them down like a plane. Uh, like the plane that Pergosian was on uh, earlier this week. I'm trying to segue here. Do you guys want Very to talk about Very good segue. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that is an interesting thing. What... Uh... What were you so, seeing about that? So a few months ago, I think it was uh, late last year, um, per, uh, the Wagner Group, this head of private mercenaries that... Now, Brandon, you know, you're what, on cunt, that? so you got to Americanize this. It's the Wagner Group, okay? It's oh, the Wagner. 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 Bostonize it. <laughs> and it's, uh, it's, Volk, it's Volkswagen, right? Yeah, yes. Right? Yeah. And I, I live on La Chola Boulevard, something, something yeah. like that. No, I've got. I'm deep into my romantic languages, man. I'm going to go with them. So you got the Wagner Group here. They're a whole bunch of private mercenaries. They apparently make most slash all of their money from state contracts. So um, the mainstream media would uh, make you think that Putin is making uh, is controlling every one of their moves, right? Um, they're just a uh, an outreach of the same organization. Not true, said this guy uh, Evgeny Prigozhin. I think I'm pronouncing that right. Um, he says, no, uh, what Putin is doing to his own Russian soldiers late last year, uh, is not the way that I choose to honor my motherland. And I'm going to march my set of mercenaries back towards Russia, uh, just to make sure that, uh, Putin gets the idea that there's a strong force against him. We are the people and we're going to go up and, and as soon as he gets into Moscow, uh, 
Putin makes a deal with him, something happened behind closed doors to make uh, Prigozhin back off, pull the the Wagner group away from. Uh, I don't even think he made away it from to, Moscow. I don't even think and, he fully made it to Moscow. Um, you, you might be right. You might be right. It's another. Maybe it was uh, Saint. Uh, maybe, I'm gonna mix up my Russian cities because they've all been named the same fucking thing over the last right. hundred years anyways. <laughs> but anyways, um, Wagner Group looked like they were making a big stand. That didn't happen. That whole front seemed to dissolve. And just last week, the a plane that uh, was, was videotaped falling from the sky in a way that seems very, very strange for a plane to fall from the sky. Uh, but uh, this Evgeny Prigozhin was on it, and I, I I gotta be honest. When I look at anything foreign, I just have to put an extra layer of skepticism on everything because you know that everything that's coming out, especially of an enemy state, is a little bit tinted, and you know that everything that's coming out from us about them is tinted too. And when they mix, you just get this this kaleidoscope of find the facts here. Right. So it's really hard to tell. I didn't even know if this Wagner. Uh, revolution could be really called that i didn't do enough digging and they definitely didn't cover it any more than like russia today would which is like where you have one person who is strongly pro-russia and against wagner at the time uh to say and then but throughout the whole show when they have a guest guest spot they're ridiculed the whole time so you never really get a good uh idea of what the russians are thinking about this but and i don't always claim the deaths of political enemies on political figures who they were the enemies of but this one looks a little bit fishy i mean who the way that this plane dropped apparently they've figured it out that it needed to have stopped very very quickly going forward you know like it it definitely started to go down and there's only a certain amount of ways that that can happen where was it shot down a missile is not being talked about and obviously russia is denying all of it so Upon hearing the, that news, what 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 comes out of your guys' minds? Where was it shot down over? Was it shot down over Russia or Africa? Mm, no, I think you're thinking about the force that he had in Africa because he had a big part to play in the imperialism that Russia is doing in Africa. Mm-hmm. But let me check exactly where it was shot down over. Now, is this a, a political rival of Putin? not political any more than the head of you know this could be like this is not like he was scott bezos yeah he was kind of supposedly helping ukraine right he he was over there fighting against the russian troops for uh zelensky no 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 so they are fighting with russia for the the majority of the war they're fighting on uh because okay because russia's dollar but right. then in the middle of it, let's see, I can, yeah, it was late last year, right? He said, he puts out all these videos saying, I am against uh, Putin in general. This is a terrible war. We're going to push back. Hmm. Were you trying to say something earlier, Gus? No, I was, I was thinking for some reason he was, he was actually on Zelensky's side. I mean, if you, if you say, if you say that the revolution that he fronted for those, I think it was a maybe a week and a half it lasted not that long at all if you want to say that because he was against putin he was for Zelensky, you could make an argument about that that's why i wonder because why well, i wonder what you guys think because this is th- this would not be the kind of person that would be killed according to a whole bunch of conspiracy theorist mindsets you know right Mm. I don't know. So have I have I shaken your guys' ideology here? What, what what's what are you guys thinking here? 
it, we've 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 talked about the whole Russia Ukraine thing here on this show. I wouldn't say in great depth, but we've covered it you know a decent amount. I I don't think anything that we're kind of shown, and and you kind of hinted on this, you know, when 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 you get media from a quote unquote enemy state or what we put out, it's going to be tinted, and you get a kaleidoscope color of what the truth might be. Now, having said that, I've said this many times here, our government's telling us Putin is the bad guy. Okay. Russia's always been the bad guy since I was little. And since you guys were little, you know, I'm, I got about a little over 10 years on you guys. I've never seen Russia really do anything bad that I needed to fear for my life for Russia. Okay. And then now, Okay, we fast forward, all of a sudden this thing in Ukraine, now we're giving billions and billions and billions of dollars to them to fight this supposed war that we don't even really truly know what it's all about. But what it supposedly started out as is that certain section of Ukraine wanted to go back to Russia because they, they that's who they more, more identified. They, they identified as Russians, and Zelensky was... Pro- persecuting them and Putin was standing up for them and then it got all spun out to Putin's invading and and doing all this and I I think they're just trying to keep up some facade so that we can keep laundering money to a, a country that had a lot of vaccine um Research facilities are not well, vaccine. They're very fucking corrupt too. I mean, yeah, very corrupt. Not vaccine, corrupt. but uh, 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 chemical warfare or, or, or viral, you know, shit. Uh, those those kind of factories. Drawing a blank. Sorry, get fucking mentally retarded here sometimes. So I don't know. And then I, I was always kind of to go back to the Va- Wagner group. I was uh, kind of under the impression that they were fighting for Zelensky, and now you're telling me kind of the opposite. I don't know what to think. Well, I, you know, you guys know that my, I hope you guys know that my information streams are no more rebellious than you guys are. Right. Than your guys' uh, information streams. So there, this could be another instance. I mean, there's plenty of people, I believe, that that listen to the way that I just told that story, which is the mainstream media story with a little bit of skepticism in it, a little bit of cynicism in it, but um, they look at that and it is an alien story. So it could be a, a, an issue of bubbles. The problem is both of us are going to be sitting here in the continental United States with not enough money to go over to serve a little bit of time as an investigative journalist in Moscow, <laughs> which is, I think, the level of of trustworthiness you want from you guys want from your from your news sources. Right. Um, I I'm not the first one to point this out, obviously, but the way that you talk about the specter of Russia is a lot of the same ways that I thought of it before 2014, you know, before Crimea, uh, before Crimea happened, Mm -hmm. it's very, people will note that that was of course, when my, when my boy Obama was in, uh, was in office and you can, I'm sure, um, uh, see how that would influence my, my thinking of Russia more as, the way that conservatives did think of Russia uh, in the before the 90s, I would say, um, compared to what it is right now. I, I still 
do buy a whole bunch of what you're saying goes to when I was here last time for an old school meetup with with Ryan. I can say that a whole bunch of money that's being sent over there from our government is a whole. I mean, it, it, it it's it's getting wasted. It's making making certain people who we would want to be rich rich. Yeah. Um, there we. I, how you want to deal with this fact is up to you. But well, you know when, there are when, dogs hurting over there. When you, know, when there you and pets. I were serving there in the are, military, yeah. that would be called fraud, waste, and abuse. Right, right. But, but, but it's we also just have to accept the fact that there are kids hurting over there. Yeah, there are animals who matter more to me, to be honest. And yeah. think of all those homeless dogs, you know. So it's a matter of how you want to get the money there. But uh, the percentage of foreign aid that you, the United States has ever doled out at any given time does not like because it's so low. It doesn't uh, give me any cause give me any pause. On whether it should be sent uh, sent over there. For there was an yeah. amount of money though that went over there that was kind of crazy, it, you know, way too much in my opinion. And then when you see what is going on with Hawaii, mm. there's a lot of kids that died there too. There's a lot of, uh, I mean, the kids were sent home from school that day for some reason, sure. and there's a sure. lot of dogs that died there. And they're getting seven hundred dollars per household right now. Last which I checked, shit. I don't know if that's changed, which is nothing. I mean, I think they get a ninety day moratorium uh, on their properties or some shit like that, but. It, you can you can tell if you're just looking at it objectively you would think that you know there's some kind of blackmail going on there there's no real reason why that much money should be going over there to help these people yeah it's tragic anytime kids die man but that's happening here too constantly every day a fucking kid dies for no reason here um probably every hour i don't know the statistics on it but um I, I really don't give a fuck about Ukraine, and I don't think anyone should uh, that lives over here. And most of the people that can't even point it out on a map um, yeah, are true. really concerned about it. You know, flying the the Azov flag, which are Nazis. They are neo-Nazis. They have SS in their seal. I don't know if you've noticed that, but it's like an actual Nazi group, dude. So, you know, these people are going to end up being our enemies in, you know, 10 or 20 years. They're going to be the next massive, you know, false flag kind of like the Taliban, like all these other groups. But yeah, I say fuck Ukraine, man. I think it's it's kind of a, a shame um, that, that more is not being done about that. And just the, the misuse of our tax dollars, dude. It, it really is a, a huge misuse of our, of our money. And to the point of like these politicians, if someone was sincere, I wouldn't vote for someone if they just said, let's just get rid of the income tax, the federal income tax and state income taxes. Let's just get rid of that. Because it's proven that that money doesn't go to anything to help us Americans. It really doesn't. If you could prove me wrong, um, I'm I'm happy to listen to it. But our money does not get sent over. the The Egyptian slaves, the Jews in Egypt, were taxed less than the average middle income person is right now in the United States. Like counting for inflation and all that shit, right? So, you know, that's that's how somebody could be sincere and running to try to uh, run for politics, run for president and actually be on the side of the people. Just give her the fucking income tax. Yeah. I'll vote for it. I mean, every, I think everyone would, Brandon? no one would have a problem with that. Would you have a problem with no income tax, Brandon? Uh, I wouldn't have a problem with that. It's I think the consequences of that, that I'd have a problem with. What are the and consequences? So, well, you know, that road that you just drove on Ryan. Yeah. Well, they were the building IRS highways and, and, and freeways government long stuff in there. And it's really easy to be a uh, Monday morning, Monday morning quarterback uh, <laughs> or, or a uh, Saturday morning philosopher. But so pay um, for that until that happens, sales tax, property tax. Oh, that's a lot of fucking money. And we pay a shitload of money here and the roads still suck. 
So yeah, not- it's it's a it's a terrible place to be building roads in the first place. I don't think it's a good idea for the planet or for this country that people are populating this area. You can tell how much of a hypocrite I am because I'm going to stay here and die in Arizona for the rest of my life. <laughs> but uh, but I think it is a fact that you know even the the economic projects that they were sanctioning over in over in China, where they were trying to make the river go in go the, go in opposite directions so they can populate places that should never be populated in the first place. That shit's going on over here. That's the CAP mm-hmm. program, the Arizona Water Program. They're literally making rivers go up to put to to fulfill this population. Well I don't think that human growth is in this way is good. And uh, I wish the money could be spent better, but I also like my roads. As soon as somebody uh, sets up a, a fine road, uh, a pay road, I'll, oh, I'll get into it. It'll probably be, it'll probably be better. Mm. Where is it? Especially now that the government is getting into y'all don't have toll roads projects. Uh, uh, what is it? Uh, private public partnership programs. I'm hoping we'll see some mix of them. But uh, but even that is going to be seen as scary for people who are afraid of the government, because while it looks like, oh, the government's just sharing these roads a little bit more, they're a little bit more accountable and they're taking a little bit less less tax from us because it's being paid for by private monies. uh, It looks more like they're just encroaching onto uh, onto the public highways and free freeways of travel. So, well, I will say before. income tax and, 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 and a lot of taxes, the roads and highways were already being built without That's it. true. And you said something about pay road. Like, do you guys have toll road, toll roads? You don't have them? Oh, in no, Arizona? I'm fucking glad that we don't. Dude, yeah. Because everyone yeah. says they suck. They do. <laughs> they do. We, we, out here in Pennsylvania, they are the shittiest fucking roads. And we have, you know, I avoid them. But if you want to travel them, you have to pay, you know, per exit or, you know, X amount of miles. And they're full of potholes. They're the worst fucking roads to, and that goes back into, hey, we're from the government. We're here to help. No, you you don't fucking help shit ever. <laughs> you, well, you, you well, set up a, a but thing. Toll, but t- toll roads, toll roads are the ones that are paid for by private monies. This is what I'm saying. I, I understand that if we're really to compare private roads versus public roads, the whole dynamic has to be different here. But we have a nice little, maybe I think it's apples to apples comparison of what public roads look like and what private roads look like the the toll roads are more private based and they're shittier you can see that the public roads are doing a better job now federal income tax does not necessarily go to that uh as directly as other sorts of taxes but you know that they get in there at least because the the federal use my use my state property tax our um our, our our social welfare programs too which i know thankfully none of us have to benefit from them uh, or oh, have to, have I'm to on welfare rely on them, but they are there and they are getting used. A lot of people like them with toll roads and ghosts. I don't know if, if, uh, if Brandon, if you hear the same thing, when some, when one of us is talking and then ghost tries to kind of speak up, I, I don't hear any of his thing. Do you, are you seeing yeah. that too? Yeah, I'm seeing that too. I'm going to mute. So I cut out anytime. I... Go ahead. No, 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 no you're I, fine. It's nice to yeah, see right now. Sorry, ghost. I didn't hear a thing you said. Go ahead. I just said, no, no, you're fine. It, I might be a lag in the uh, the internet connection. Okay. I didn't hit any fucking buttons this week, okay? Good, None. good, good. Um, so there was uh, something that, that you said, oh, the idea of a, of a toll road being worse than a public road, so that kind of makes a case for, like, yeah, we need public roads. Where the money's going, all those quarters that you're flow- throwing into a, a toll road, it's not going back into the product. It's going back into the pockets of the people that are charging you. It's the same concept. 
So that's the thing. It's having people of a moral you know, coming from some kind of more moral position when they're saying like, hey, every single quarter that goes into this fucking machine here is going back into the product. When you're running something strictly for profit, it's going to it's going to suffer if, if a lot of people have to be served by it. Right now, this is the thing Now people could say, well, why do you charge for information on your podcast? It's because it's a fucking side thing. You don't have to listen to my show. Some people have to take those roads. You know, it's the same thing with Obamacare, which people will say, you know, Obamacare helped a lot of people. It fucked a lot of people, too. So that's the thing when you say that this is 100 percent free, but you have to sign up for it. No, you fucking don't get the fuck out of here. So I, I think it's it's a it's a you know, this whole country is a racket, man. The whole idea of having fucking insurance on your car, you know, um, all these different things. There's no reason that you should be forced to have insurance. Right. If you hurt somebody, I, I don't really know who should be responsible for that. I think that everyone should be responsible for themselves kind of at the end of the day. Um, yeah, it's sad, dude. I got in this this argument and, and I've talked about it many times here. Drunk driving. Should you get arrested for for drinking and driving if you just get pulled over and the cop sees that you're drunk you were driving fine you didn't cause any accident you weren't driving crazy or anything should you get arrested because you could have you know hurt somebody i don't think you should personally no back in the day back in the day the cop would give you a fucking ride home see that's what cops should be there for man is to help people like i when i got in my car accident a cop drove past me and the truck that i was driving was upside down like, what the fuck are cops here for, man? They really don't help much. Like, they really don't help that much at all. So, uh, go ahead, Brandon. Well, I was going to say those are those are publicly funded services. And while as uh, population has just increased and the amount of taxes that people want to pay has stayed the same or gone down, that's your eloquating right now. Um, that presents a real problem. And also, while my side of the of the fucking aisle is saying defund the police. <laughs> I'm not I'm not down for that just to remind you guys about that. But, but they're saying this- defund the police and and they 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 say these catchy things. It's the same thing with Black Lives Matter. It's not about black lives. It's about elite liberals. Is what Black Lives Matter is about. And that's proven. So they can say defund the police, but they want to militarize militarize and privatize police. That's where it's coming from. I mean that that is a trend in and of itself that I I I don't know if I would agree on where it's coming from politically, but I'm guessing that it's coming uh, at least equally from 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 both sides. I'll tell you that. How, how about it's a this? Uniparty. We we got to try to not use the left versus right liberals for everything. It's really the same thing, a hundred percent. Like that's proven. Yeah. AOC and uh, Gates will argue with each other, and then they'll vote yes on the same bills. So right. he probably gets th- it's, his dick sucked. Up first down, not left first right. He, he probably gets his dick sucked. Maybe. Now, I mean, I wouldn't what, mind by it. See. Because your beliefs there about drunk driving, uh, insurance, registration, I'm, I'm guessing as well, because all of those practically, if you are practically to live by those beliefs, they put you in the lane of a sovereign citizen. Yeah, uh, yeah. or sovereign uh, national, state national. Sovereign, state yeah, national. yeah, yeah. So why? So if you don't, so I, I think you guys are all registered and insured, but if it's not it's not because you don't it's not because you don't believe what you're saying is true that you don't do that why do you think it is because you do that i think it's just i think it's because of the threat of force and and repercussions from the mm-hmm. law is that just it is that enough to get you guys to to go against your beliefs in that way well yeah i mean i think anyone would say that they don't want to get pulled over by a police officer when they're doing nothing wrong and they say license and registration you say well i don't have registration 
or where's your where's your insurance? I don't have insurance. Okay, well, you know, depending on where you live, you can get arrested, you can get your car towed, you can get all you know fined. No one wants to deal with with that. So it's like, yeah, I'll pay my sixty dollars a month, but that's a shame. That's another form of taxing. You know what I mean? I wouldn't mind paying for all these stupid fucking things like registration, um, you know, the the insurance and all these things. If my income tax could just not even be questioned, right? So if you make six hundred dollars. The government wants to know where that came from. Meanwhile, a lot of our money, like the day before 9-11, was it millions or billions of dollars billions. just goes missing? And they're like, well, let's just take down these two buildings and kill thousands of people instead of having a fucking answer to the people that pay our bills. Same thing with Ukraine. Same thing with a lot of really, really, really wealthy people, including Trump, man. Like, I think that people constantly forget that I don't support either side at all anymore. It's the same. Um, same with libertarians too. I mean, libertarians, uh, that Cato Institute or whatever, that's like, you know, Coke brother elite funding shit. It, none of those things, no political parties are looking out for you, man. So you could pay for all this stuff with sin taxes on alcohol and cigarettes. I love drinking, right? Um, I don't know if you still smoke cigarettes, Brandon, but you know, and you, you said back then, you know, that you shouldn't be smoking cigarettes. I'm sure that you wouldn't have a problem with a sin tax if they would just leave your fucking income alone. Yeah, I mean they've um they've managed to do both at the same time because that's what I'm saying. The only reason I'm paying ten dollars uh, on the West Coast for a pack of cigarettes is because of that tax, uh, which I'm all for. And again, one of the main things I try to do with all my political uh, the people who I don't like is try to find something that I don't that that they did that I liked, something that I would support. One of the best things that uh, the Trump uh, administration did was increase the minimum age of smoking to 21. I'm really, really happy about that. It's another instance of government control. And uh, yeah, I'd be down for, I'd be down for what you're saying um, uh, more. I'm fucking more so, Ryan, I, because you know. I'm, I'm old school when it comes to smoking and drinking. You're 18. You can go die for your country. Why can't you have a yeah. fucking beer? Why can't you fucking have a cigarette? I was going to say up the age of the military to 21. Yeah. That's, I think, something that should absolutely be done because, like, they need crazy kids that are having dick measuring contests yep. to go and fight in the military. And that's why so many bad things happen to these people when they come back because their brains aren't even fully developed when mm-hmm. they're going out there and killing people and making big boy decisions. And then they come back and they're fucked up for the rest of their lives. It's a, it's a relic of World War One and World War Two thinking where going to war was the only way to become a man. I'm very, right. very happy that we're not in that place. I'm, uh, I was feeling very secure on my submarine and not on a, a on a battlefield. And uh, yeah, I would I would definitely support the increase. You, and, you weren't one um, of the 50 that uh, can- of age to military service as well, which is something that we have to do, unfortunately, just through government. Uh, and that I know, I mean, ghosts, I find it difficult to believe that you are a big supporter of the military budget, although I know that you're a veteran. So where do you come down on, on that, my man? That's a slippery slope. Um, I'm just glad that your submarine didn't decrease by half the population when it, when it, when it came up, um, <laughs> old military joke, but, uh, <laughs> what does that mean? You put a hundred sailors in a submarine, they, 50 couples, 50 couples come back up. Okay. Just I thought one of those, you were talking about like half of them dying. No, like, no, geez. no, no. They, they fall in love. Uh, it's a slippery slope because when I went in, I was like very, and this was before nine 11, I got out right before nine 11, wanted to go back in, um, was having my only child at the time and didn't because, you know, young guy, I was 23, 24 or whatever. I think we need to have a military 
but I don't think we need to have a military in almost every foreign nation. We don't need to have a base everywhere. You know what I mean? Like, bring all our troops home. We can fight from here. We have the technology to launch and fight from here. We don't need to be in Germany so we can get to Ukraine in 45 minutes by via jet. We don't need to be in Saudi Arabia. We don't need to be in Korea. You know, I mean, the list goes on and on and on. Bring it all back. You know, but at the end of the day, people are going to be like, but we need all that. Yeah, you're conditioned to think all that because it's the military industrial complex. That's how government gets rich, no matter who's in power. If it's a right or left person, the Uniparty always wants war because both sides get funded and both sides make a lot of fucking money out of it. And guess what? Yeah. The American citizen that wants to stand up and go, hoorah, hoorah, whatever, they suffer. They're the ones that fucking suffer. They're the ones that are sacrificed and, you know, oh, never forget, never forget the fallen, yada, yada, yada. Everybody forgets the fallen until it's Veterans Day or it's, uh, you know, any any other fucking military holiday, uh, you, you know, Memorial Day. You know, that's the only time people ever fucking remember. Other than that, nobody fucking cares. You know, they go about their, their day. Oh, fuck, we got, a, we got Memorial Day. Let's do some hamburgers and hot dogs and drink a lot of beer. Because I never, sir, get the fuck yeah. out of here. You know this, what I mean? This day it, makes me proud. Yeah, it makes like, me why? proud. But, yeah, so then, then uh, you know, I was going to say, too, you know, you shouldn't be able to go into government and come out of it more wealthy than when you went in by quite a bit. I mean, no. you mentioned your boy Obama, which I think is goofy, dude. I don't think anyone <laughs> should call any politician unless you've ever met them, right? And like personally have their phone number. Dude, that guy would not give a fuck if anything happens you, to you, Brad. Unless you know I'm being just you know <laughs> I'm saying it only to piss you off and I'm happy to see it and it's re- and it's uh that I'm finding It doesn't make me here. mad. I just think it's really goofy and stupid. It's like I, I say this all the time. It's like watching a football game and, and, and hoping that the referee wins. You know, it's it's so backwards. So like this guy goes in, he's worth six figures. Then he comes out, he's worth like eight or even nine. You know, that's your money. That's my money. And and these guys aren't public servants. All that they're, they're they want to be rulers. And that's mm-hmm. why they get into it. It's a power trip thing. There's nothing about serving. They don't even fucking take half of the country's opinion into account when they make their decisions the only way obama's gonna call you his boy brandon is if you're on like fucking big mike yeah yeah no and you grow your mustache no doubt (laughs) and give him a mustache right i have no doubt uh that if he met me he would treat me and call me just like every other cracker he's ever met. So, so there's, there's no illusions there, guys. I can I can promise you there. It, it is a it is a matter. I mean, this is a classic philosophical question that is. I mean, it's the it's the unfortunately the most shallow one. And I know we're we're getting long on time here, and we can't get to the bottom of it between the three dumb fucks that we have on this show here. But it is how, well. What do you want your ruler to look like? You know, I I myself I understand and appreciate a little bit of Machiavellianism in my leader, someone who maybe will do not something not so good to achieve an end that is a little bit better. And maybe it's not for the best people. I I understand it. I see it. It's going to happen anyways. It's, it's, it's a game of relatives. And when you guys start, I can understand that when they become, when both parties start looking like the same party, that, that, that relative, that differential between the two, it just doesn't seem to matter all the more, all the more. So, right. um, 
I wish there was a way for you guys to put to you know make that uh, that energy your minds heard. Unfortunately, it requires you guys to vote, which I know you're not out of, which I'm not exactly sad about. So uh, it doesn't matter anyway. Fix it, man. But, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they're selected, yeah. not elected. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say they're selected, not elected. Um, you know, why are they all related? Exactly. And <laughs> Isn't that weird? It, it, it is weird. Now, Brandon, you, you said your boy was in office when uh, Crimea happened. Well, that's when the big guy was over there doing his dealings with Ukraine. And now here we oh, are. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, he's in charge and we have we have a war. But, you know, it, at the end of the day, I love these conversations because it, it fascinates me. And, and we talked about this before we even started recording. I was like, Brandon, you know, in the early days of listening to, to Dangerous World, I would fucking yell at my, my fucking earbud. I'd be like, how the fuck do you think like that? But to hear your growth and how you've you, you're still who you are but you're 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 thinking I, i'm not saying it's come to our side fully of fuck the government or whatever but you're 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 sitting back and, and you're, you're starting to question like is this really right but you still hold on which is good and that's what gives this kind of conversation and flow a great time a great listen because there's going to be right. people that's going to listen to this episode and are probably going to be screaming at Brandon or screaming like, Ryan, why didn't you fucking put him in check? Or Ghost, why didn't you say this? Or Brandon, why? Blah, blah, blah. And it, dude, it, enjoy the entertainment. Well, that's the thing, man. That's what I was saying earlier is like when you when you listen to someone and they and what they're saying makes you mad. It's that whole Howard Stern thing, right? It's like uh, people that love me are going to listen and people that hate me are going to listen more. You know, when you, you can't just constantly listen to the same shit. That's how you get stupid. And that's how you fall into QAnon. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> yes. I was never all in on QAnon, but I thought it was very interesting. I thought they made some good points, you know, and it's like, yeah, that's that's when you get sucked into a cult when you when you can't hear outside opinions. And I actually do think that when was that whole thing with the like when i had that falling out with like the whole tinfoil hat crew or whatever early 2020 maybe i forget when that was two years ago it was early early last year no it was uh 2021 it was right 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 when i 2022 right okay all right february i think but whatever it was but like that that the conspiracy podcasting world was getting really culty like everyone was like saying the same shit literally quoting like saying the same words mm -hmm. right the same phrases the same little like you know gimmicks and stuff like that and it, it becomes boring really quick man so um i think it's uh i think it's good to have different opinions and different thoughts out there and it's what makes us i think that's one of the last things that we have in this country that's actually good um that that you know people can disagree and and you can talk shit about the government to a certain extent once you start exposing certain people Ask, uh, you know, Hastings, who was talking about John Brennan, and then his car runs into a tree, right? You can't say certain things, but, you know, you can at least criticize. You can say, fuck Obama, fuck Trump. You can say these things. Um, if you say Michelle Obama's a man, like, uh, what's that comedian? Like we sang, like we sang about, Ryan. <laughs> we did sing about it, but we weren't the first to break it. Who's the comedian, Bar the lady? Uh, Barbara Walters. No. Oh, Joan Rivers. Sorry. Joan Rivers. Joan Rivers. <laughs> 
<laughs> you said that so matter of factly too. Oh, it's Barbara uh, Walters. Barbara Walters is very close with Henry Kissinger, though. By the way, but yeah, uh, uh, she you know talks about Michelle Obama having a dick, and we've already had our gay president, which I do think. I mean, if you see the back yes. on Michelle, very strange. It's <laughs> wide. Um, but yeah, man, you know she goes and has surgery, and then she dies. Like you, there is still that aspect of like the slaves can't talk about the masters too much, but. Um, you know, it's good to argue, I think, a little bit about it or debate. What were you yes, saying? Yes, to Brandon. I think I caught you in something on accident because I said the back. <laughs> Are you going to say he's gay? Obama's gay? No, 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 no. The uh, the idea of us having having had already a gay president is very, very likely. Again, to go back to the good talkers. Abraham Robert Lincoln. Bad talk. Bad talkers are good leaders idea. You know, Jefferson was called a hermaphrodite because of the way he spoke, you know, very mm. regularly, very, very low. He's very not confident in his own speeches from Virginia. He spends a lot of time in France, you know, all this. <laughs> but uh, so, yes, uh, put watch out for the the um, watch out for the hucksters, the ones so who talk too ones. fast, uh, always tune in to the, the, the grassroots and the people who are just having conversations in their own homes. I think that is what um, sometimes government ends up talking about and helping us straighten out a little bit. It's okay that you guys don't. Um, I'm happy to have, to have been here today. I'll tell you that. Yeah, man, it, it is great. If you need to get out of here, you can go at any time, Brandon. Um, I, I don't know how long ghost wants to go. He's always down to go longer, but one thing I was going to say too, the grassroots, even that is heavily, heavily compromised. You should check out this website, Brandon. It's called ISGP dash studies. Um, I can send you a link actually right now before you get out of here you'd really enjoy it. Like when you're bored and you're, you know, maybe in bed and you want to just check out something other, um, other than your dick. Yeah. What'd you say? <laughs> I said other than your dick. Yes. Um, check this out. And they have like just great articles on like the liberal CIA owning rock and heavy metal and the, their deep dives, really, really deep dives and all this stuff. But they have one about uh, artificial grassroots movements. And it's like all the things like the hippie movement, uh, music in the CIA and all these things, tons and tons of information. You you can spend like months on this website just looking at stuff. Um, What's the team chat here? I'll post it. But yeah, did man. you need you to get out of here, up, Brandon? No, no. Well, you you guys hit me up with that for sure. I'll take a look at it. I'm sorry. Uh, the now. the only other thing goes to you. Tell us if if time is if time is up here. I wanted to see if you guys were just looking at the Trump trial and just like not even caring about it at all. Like most of the conspiracy theory world that I've heard of, that was the only thing I wanted to confirm before I got out of here. Is that, is my summary of it quite accurate? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a dog and pony show. Yep. The distraction. Bread and circus. So you guys haven't, you guys haven't read it. I'm guessing I haven't no. read the indictment. No, okay. not going to waste right. the time at all. Okay. You know, uh, and that's, it's funny that, that, you laugh about that because it's literally just meant to be there. You know, it's yeah. meant to to waste time and to get people on on you know the liberal side, meant to get them excited, meant to get the people on the right you know disheartened and and feed that division more. Angry. I could not give a fuck. I mean, just like if if something were to happen to me, Trump wouldn't give a shit. I don't give a fuck if something were to happen to him, and it's not. I, I really I think he's actually going to be the next president. Um, if it's not him, it's going to be RFK, maybe this Ramaswamy dude or whatever. But uh, yeah, I think. I think this is just part of a plan of some kind, which sucks. It makes you real cynical and it makes it exhausting to talk to you. Right. It makes it exhausting for someone to have a political conversation with me. That is like all about one side or the other. Like, oh, I'm, I'm so excited to go and vote for fucking Biden, yeah. which, I mean, you know, yeah. someone is out there saying that. But 
And then I'm sitting there saying, like, dude, it's all fake. They're all related. Literally, Obama is a second cousin to George H.W. Bush, right? Like, a fucking high school girl did an experiment where every president was related. Trump wasn't in office yet, but every president other than the peanut farmer was related, right? Every single one of them. And they all go back to King George the fifth, I think. So it's like, how can you how can you know that? And then, you know, say that this is real, right? It's all theater. If they really hated Trump, dude, they would have JFK'd him, right? JFK was probably the last legitimate president that we had. Um, but yeah, man, it's all it's all goofy. Dude. Uh, and like I said, the first gay president that we know of was Abraham Lincoln. So just saying. He did. He did seem to like to get down. The old uh, log party Republicans, or what do mm-hmm. they call them? The loggers. <laughs> There's something. It's yeah. some weird name. American Dad did a really funny episode on it. It's gay people that support the Republican Party. But yeah, I sent that link, Brandon, and uh, you'll have a lot of fun on that if you're just bored and want to read some like interesting stuff, because I I actually kind of think it's a CIA controlled site because of the amount of information. And you have like Harvard professors like talking its praises and stuff. Um, But yeah, man, I don't know. We do have to do a con of the week before we get out of here. If we are getting out of here now, we can do that. I'll go ahead. I'll tell you, I'll tell you guys, I'm going to take off. Thank you guys so much for having me. We'll text uh, afterwards here, guys. Uh, I really appreciate it being a a part of the, uh, of the talk today. I'll definitely check out that website because my, my, my influence by the conspiracy theory world has atrophied a bit. So any chance that I get Uh to dig back into it, I enjoy it. Um, everybody, I hope you guys Don't. have a good one. Hit me up on uh, Instagram at Dangerous Gent. I also have a really good, really getting really high ratings and starting to turn a, a nice profit for me. Uh, a learning course on listenable.io about science in the uh, Arabian civilization. And I think that's all I have to say, guys. Thank you. Nice. Don't, you got before you go. Yeah. We do have to do the cunt of the week. Yeah. Don't go. Um, don't go quite yet. Okay. All it's right. quick. It's quick. So, you know, the cunt of the week. Ghost play some music. You probably won't be able to hear it very well, but in the actual episode, uh, you'll be able to hear it on my end at least. And then his end's good. But we talk about someone. You just mentioned someone that we talked about today. That is your cunt of the week. Someone that's just a piece of shit. Um, and it's someone that we talked about in the episode. It can be, you know, anything that we mentioned here. So go ahead and hit that music, Ghost. Why don't you go fuck yourself, dickhead? You are a cunt, cunt. And just to be fair, Brandon, last week I nominated myself as cunt of the week. So it's open game for anybody. He's hinting that you should make yourself cunt of the week. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. <laughs> well, I, I've, I'm not very good at these at all. Remember when I called a, uh, a guy who was dead already in the Deadpool? I'm not very good at picking these. <laughs> oh, yeah. These things. And you should see my fantasy football lineup. So no, no, no. Well, who, who you guys got call, uh, calling this year, this week? Excuse me. I'll say Ramaswamy. Oh, Ramaswamy, whatever. I got it. Did I nail it? Yes, yeah, dude. We try to take each other's, but yeah, I'm going with him. I'll, I'm going to go with uh, uh, I guess he, you, you would have, because we didn't even touch, we didn't touch on half the shit that I, I wanted to. Um, just, I'm going to go uh, the federal government only given $700 to uh, the Hawaii victims of Lahaina and given all this money to Ukraine, $700 ain't shit. I mean, I pay more. Uh, most people pay more in that in rent or mortgage. So right. that, that's my cunt of the week. Come on, help help the fellow fucking Americans out. And Brandon is Hawaiian too, so I'm surprised he didn't. He spent some time Shaka, in Hawaii. Bro. Shaka. <laughs> yeah, do you Shoot got one, man? Place, if, yeah. not, if, if it wasn't someone that we mentioned, you could just mention anybody. Imperialists. 
There, 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 there are the real cunts of it. I mentioned it with, with Russia, and it has a lot to do with the Hawaiian fire there. <laughs> okay, okay. That works. Well, yeah. Well, thank yeah, you. You can get out of here, Brandon, since I, I know you you said you wanted to go. Um, All right, guys. Have a you good guys, one, man. Get, Thanks for popping on. Yeah, you guys too. Bye-bye. Yeah. Thanks, Later. Brandon. Do you want to pause real quick, and maybe we can just take a second, figure yeah. out what we're doing? Okay. Okay. Well, we have to thank Brandon Peacock and uh, got ladies, ladies, ladies. I apologize that he shaved his mustache <laughs> off, okay? He used to give fucking free mustache rides like a motherfucker. But to he, everyone. Yeah, to everyone. He was the bean of the week. And uh, I think maybe that's what we should call our, our special guest, the bean of the week. Um, but he's going to come back. in with the clip. Yeah. And, and yeah. Interesting. Ab- absolutely. And, uh, See how he feels about that. <laughs> he, if he wants to be that. <laughs> hey, he's uh, at the bean of the week. But anyway, <laughs> he will be back more, uh, especially once the uh, the political and election season catches more fire and more traction and uh it's it's nice to hear uh the other side of things if that makes sense i mean and yeah back in the day i even admitted man he used to fire me up not so much anymore it's it's like okay you got your beliefs i got mine we can meet in the middle and if we can meet in the middle and have a conversation it's no different than talking at the tavern like the founders did at the green dragon and the that, founders, yep, the founders of America that that changed America into a New England, basically, just uh, yeah. without kings and queens. So, uh, other than that, I think we should uh, we'll jump out of here. And uh, cool. thanks for listening. Make sure you tune in next week, and maybe in, during the political season, we might do uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays. We're not sure yet. Go get some of that conspiracy theme soap. Other than that, we will see you next Tuesday. Don't you die or justify? We're wearing a badge and you're dressed in white.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.